you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Here on the Get a Girlfriend series, episode number seven. Wow, I can't believe we've made it this far. There's only one more episode left. Last time, we talked about strengthening the relationship. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how to end the relationship. Okay, so this is if the relationship doesn't work out and it doesn't go as far as you'd like it, and you feel that you need to end the relationship or signs that you should be ending the relationship. Okay, so I want to be very clear here. This episode is not about her breaking up with you. This is about you breaking up with her. Do you need to? If so, how do you do it? Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And on the next episode, if you know she breaks up with you and you go through that, and you go through the heartache, I'm going to help you with that and how to manage that. Okay, but it's interesting because I don't see a lot of material out there about how to end the relationship. And I know that there are guys out there who want to know how do you end a relationship but even the most importantly is like you're in a relationship and you're feeling something's off do you stick around how far do you fight for it how do you know that things are that bad that you need to actually end the relationship that's what we're gonna be going over on today's episode like i've been saying so if you're at the point where you are interested in getting into a relationship and you're like well i can't even end a relationship because i'm not even in one but you're still listening because you're just trying to learn as much as you can. Great. But if you're learning how to get into a relationship, meet a girl and find someone who's quality and you've been listening to this series, but you want more help, then just reach out to me. All you got to do is go to coachbytrip.com and I can coach you through the whole process. So it's very simple. I will coach you through the whole process of meeting, attracting, and dating amazing, beautiful, high quality women, how to find them, where to find them, and how you're going to do it. It's very custom to you. I make sure that we teach you what to do in your town with your personality and make sure that we don't change you into some random dude, but an upgraded version of yourself. And I coach you on how to do that through phone coaching, also in person. So we're going to help you do that. And that's going to be freaking awesome. So if you want to apply for coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. Do it today. If you're 18 or older, you already pre-qualify. And then I'll read your application. I read every single one and make sure that you're a good fit. So coachbytrip.com is the place to apply for coaching. All right, how to end the relationship? How do you know if you're in a bad relationship? You know what? I'm going to give you a simple formula. And I think you're going to like this. This is my simple formula for knowing that you're in a bad relationship. Okay, here it is. Take note. I've never heard this anywhere. This is completely original trip advice material, okay? You know you're in a bad relationship. You know you're in a relationship that needs to probably end if there's more bad days than good days, or at least it feels that way, right? There's more bad days than good days in the relationship. And also, you both are not really willing to work on it. Or I should say, one of you is not willing to work on it, okay? So let me just dive deeper here into what this all means. So first, it starts with the fact that there are more bad days than good days. So if you're in a relationship, you've been in a relationship, or maybe you haven't been, 
There are going to be times when you guys are going to fight. There's going to be problems. It's going to get heavily emotional. You're going to get sad. You're going to get angry. You might cry. She might cry. There's going to be problems in the relationship. You're not communicating properly. You get into a lot of fights, whatever the issues are. You know, you're having those kind of bad days. Those are normal. Those are going to happen in a relationship. Okay. And there's going to be times even when you're going to have a period of like a month where it's just not good. And you're like, holy cow. But then there's some times when you get over that hump and it was just a bad month or a bad week. You know, who knows? Maybe it's just a bad week. You guys are fighting a lot, but then it's okay. But if you ever get to a point where you're realizing it's been a few months on end, maybe months and months and months, maybe even a full year, and it seems like there's just more bad days than good days, meaning there are more days where you guys are fighting where you're not very feeling the love, where you're mad at her, she's mad at you, and you start to feel like, wow, I can't even really remember the last time we had like a good week. Maybe even it's so bad that you can't even remember the last time you had a good day, right? So it's like, we're, you know, you don't remember. Like, when was the last time? Like, I can't remember. Like, okay, there was one time last week or maybe a month ago is kind of okay. But it just seems like most of the relationship is, is pretty rough, pretty rocky. Lots of tough conversations. You know, maybe you're resenting her for something. Maybe you guys are not able to communicate properly. There's just a lot of fights, a lot of miscommunications, and it's not being worked on. Okay, so that's what that looks like. Now, the next part of the formula was also you're not willing to work on it. Like you don't want to work on it for whatever reason. Maybe deep down inside, you're not interested in her anymore. You're not attracted to her anymore. You don't want her anymore. Or you're trying to work on it and you've actually been proactive. Maybe you're trying to get couples counseling. You're trying to communicate with her. Like You're really trying to do this. And then you find out that she's not so much in it. Hmm? Well, it takes two to tango. You both have to be interested in trying to help and save the relationship. But if only one of you is doing it, now we have a problem. So we combine these two. This is the formula to end the relationship. And I break it down so simple because it's, it is that simple. It's this. It's the relationship isn't good. You guys are fighting so much and you're not having any good days. Well, of course, when that happens, what do you do? Well, you try to solve the problems. You try to communicate with each other. Maybe you try to do some sort of couples counseling. You do something. But if that's not happening because only one person is interested in fixing it, this is going nowhere. This is a dying relationship. Because what you need to have a good relationship is this. Either you have more good days than bad days, so there's not too many issues, and you guys are really good at when you do have issues or bad times or arguments, you guys are really quick to figure it out, or you just kind of you know, are okay, or maybe you know that there's a bad month, a bad week, but most of the relationship is pretty good, then you're good. That's a good relationship. Or there's a type B relationship where things are pretty bad. Lots of days are bad. But you guys are like, you know what? We're going to work on this. So you both agree to fix it somehow. Again, maybe that's couples counseling. Maybe that is you guys working together on your own to figure out how you're going to make it awesome. Do you see what I'm saying here? See what I'm saying? This is basically, you know, what's going to be a good relationship. One of those two. And I think we can all agree on that. So that's my little formula. Kind of simple, but that's how, you know, that's how we do it over here at TripAdvice. We make it simple for you so you can look at something and understand it pretty fast. 
Now, of course, there's a million reasons why the relationship might not be good. You know, maybe you don't know whether to end the relationship because there's all these good things, but then there's all these bad things. Well, you got to figure out what's priority. So let me give you a few things I believe you need in a relationship. And if you don't have these, it's probably time to end it unless you guys can somehow fix it, meaning you're going to communicate to her the issues or again, see couples counseling. If sex is completely dying and you're attempting to try to have sex, something with a sexual relationship is dying, that's a bad sign. Okay? If she's no longer treating you with respect, she's mean, she's abusing you in a verbal sense, calling you an idiot, calling you stupid, whatever it is. So she's disrespecting you. And there's a lot of different examples there, right? Verbal abuse, maybe there's physical abuse. Maybe she's not giving you the time of day. Maybe she's not, this is a whole separate one, she's not speaking your love languages. And you've been trying to get her to speak your love language. So you're not feeling a lot of love from her. Again, I want to be very clear, all this stuff is stuff where she's doing this, but you've communicated that she shouldn't because you don't like it, and she's still doing it. And then with the sex part, it's maybe you guys are not having enough sex, but you've communicated like, hey, I want to figure out and work on our sex life, and she's not really willing to do that. Okay? So there's those things. You find out she's using you. She's not really in love with you. She's using you for something. Status, maybe she's using you for your money. Again, don't. this is not hunches. You shouldn't have a hunch. Like, I think she's using me for my money. It's like, you should try to get very clear on if she is. You know, she's asking you for money all the time. She's not paying you back. And on top of that, she's not showing you a lot of love, a lot of respect. Okay, some of those things. She's not able to communicate with you properly. You try to bring something up with her and she doesn't take the time to communicate with you about it. Sometimes women need time to process things and that's okay. You might bring something up to her and maybe she's not able to respond right away to you. That's fine. It doesn't have to be instant, but she should eventually be able to communicate with you and talk to you about things. Okay. You guys should be able to have communication. And if she's not willing to communicate or she communicates poorly, but not being able to explain her emotions or her issues, this is a problem. Of course, if you find out she's cheating or she is emotionally cheating. Emotionally cheating means she's like kind of hanging out with a guy or she can, you find out that she's has a crush on a guy and spending time with him, but they're not having sex. That's emotional cheating. Okay. If you find out that she is so jealous all the time of you and the jealousy is out of control and she just never trusts you and you're being a trustworthy guy and you're like, I don't get it. I've been doing everything totally cool. I've been, you know, not cheating on her, not flirting with other women, but she constantly gets jealous. That's a red flag. I'm basically giving you all the red flags of what's happening in this relationship. Reasons to end the relationship. Of course, there's not really a formula here for this, like where you need two or three red flags. It's whatever you can handle. If you can't handle, you know, a lot of the jealousy or disrespect, you know, then that's something to think about. Again, go back to the original formula. If you're just having all these bad days where you're not communicating, she's being jealous, she's using you for for things, she's disrespecting you, right? And those are considered like a bad day in the relationship. Again, that's the formula there to look back on more of those days than not, and no one's trying to fix it. This is a relationship that probably should end.
Now, you also might get to the point where you don't even want to fix it. Okay, you don't want to fix it. That's okay. You have my permission. You don't have to save a relationship if you don't want to, because that just probably means you're not in love with her. You don't like her anymore. You know, I'm not telling you to save it if you have fallen out of love or don't like her. Of course, try to save it. Don't give up too fast. That's another thing. There is a there's a fine line, right? It's like don't give up too fast. If you think like, oh, this is all going to hell and it hasn't really been that bad, don't give up. But again, that's why I came up with the magic formula, right? It's like, I don't think you'd be giving up too fast if there's more bad days than not. Because when you look at that, again, I told you, don't look at that in a one-week setting. You know, Look at that as a period of like a few months where it's just like, God, you can't remember like that many good days. So that's you giving it a fair shot, okay? Now, I also want to mention this, and this is really important too. When you're in this relationship, and a lot of guys do this, and I'm going to be very honest with you, I've done this before in a relationship, and I regret it. It was an immature move years ago that I did in a relationship, and I wish I wouldn't have. And it was a time when I was in a relationship, and I was too scared to end it. But I was too scared because I was just so unsure. I was so unsure. I was scared to end it because I was afraid I was going to be kind of leaving something really good behind. And I was wondering if I was being too picky. So this is one of those circumstances where it doesn't really follow the formula. This is more of a um, an outlier situation that you might find, which is why I'm bringing this up. Okay, so this is one of those situations where you don't end it, you keep on going, only because you really haven't found a good reason to end it. Okay? But a good reason to end something is because you've fallen out of love with the person. But people will stick around because they're like, well, nothing's bad has happened. We don't fight. We still have sex. Things are pretty good. There's only nothing bad I can say about the relationship. If anything, we've had more good days than not. But the problem is, is are you having too many neutral days? Ah, so this is like another kind of sub formula here. Are you in a relationship where it's, and by the way, I want to be very clear here. You're going to have a lot of neutral days, like a lot, because that's how relationships are. Not every time you hang out with a, with a woman is it going to be amazing. It is in the honeymoon period in the first you know, 12 to 18 months. It's going to be a lot of those days. But you know, after that, you're going to be in a relationship for a while, and you might have some, some neutral days where it's just like nothing's exciting has happened, and I don't really feel like anything. You don't really feel any emotions, and nothing bad happened, but nothing good happened. That's okay. However, it gets dangerous. It gets dangerous when there's too many of those. So here's the sub formula. If you're in a relationship where there's too many neutral days, where it's not exciting anymore at all, and you're really not even trying to, because you probably deep down have fallen out of love with this person for whatever reason. Sometimes you can fall out of love even though they didn't do anything harmful to you. It just happens. You lose the connection. It just happens. We have to be honest with yourself. And you can't say to yourself that you should stay in it just because things are too neutral. When I say neutral, by the way, just to really help you understand, I mean like boring, there's nothing exciting happening. And again, I want to be clear here because I don't want you to think like, oh my God, we've had a two months where things have not been exciting. I need to break up with her. No, I'm, out of, I'm, not, I'm not in love with her. Trip said I'm, I'm not in love. No, I mean, really take a look. Like we're talking at multiple, multiple months here where it's just like you know six months straight, maybe even like nine months to a year of like, 
wow, nothing's exciting in this at all. Because that shouldn't be the case. I don't care how long you're with someone, even if you're with someone for 40 years, you better have something going on at least once a month that's exciting with your partner where you feel some sort of love toward them. Hopefully in just minimum once a month. But if you're finding that's not happening, maybe it's because you're not in love. But what people do, and this was my mistake, is you stick around a little bit longer and you kind of lead them on. And it's crappy because you just lead them on thinking everything's okay when really in your head you're doubting things and you're not really working on the relationship because you're just focused on other things in your life like work or this or that. Right. So, so I really, I want you to pay attention to that. Are you falling out of love? Because if you are, you got to end the relationship. You have to. You have to. You cannot be sitting there trying to, um, you know, make this work if you know deep down, not even say make this work, stick around if you know deep down inside that something's off. And maybe you gave it a shot. And please give it a shot. You don't have to say like, wow, six months of neutral time, I'm out. Maybe there's something inside of you that says, you know what, I want to try here. I want to try to revive it. What if we can revive it? Maybe there's something missing for me. And you can kind of dive deep into yourself. This is where therapy comes in. Therapy is very helpful in finding out some of those things. So you can do a, a deep dive and see what's going on. Okay. So I want you to really, really focus on that. Are there too many neutral days? Are you falling out of love? Are there a lot of bad days? Is no one trying to fix it? Are you trying to fix it, but she's not? Is she trying to fix it, but you're not interested? If that's the case, you may want to end the relationship. Of course, you know, like I said, these are kind of shorter episodes. We can be talking about this stuff for, oh man, days. I mean, a whole book could be written about this. Um, there's many reasons for you to end the relationship. We just can't go over all of them on this episode of the podcast. But that's why I gave you the little formula because it's pretty easy to follow that formula and the sub-formula of the neutral or not exciting days. Okay, So why don't you be thinking about that? Now, how do you do it? How do you break up with them? What do you say? When do you do it? What's the best way to do it? Well, <laughs> I've done this uh, multiple times at this point. I've broken up long-term relationships. So I have a pretty good idea of how it's done. I don't think I've ever done it perfect. But if I combine all my experiences and then go through the experiences of people I've talked to, I can pretty much give you an ideal situation in terms of how you do it and when you do it. Well, the moment you figure out this is it, I want to break up with this person. You know, you've gone through the formula, you figured out it's not working, maybe couples therapy isn't working, whatever it is, you realize oof, this is it. I need to do it. Well, I would say this. You should do it in person. And I would recommend that you do it, uh, depending on how long you've been dating them for, but I'd recommend that you do it in either a public place or at their place. There's a lot of different arguments for you know where you should do it, but my number one is, is her place. Okay, and I'll explain why in a second. A slight number two is in a public place, just so you know it doesn't turn into a screaming match or anything crazy happen. So maybe a public place. I would only do a public place maybe if you guys have been dating for, you know, I don't know, three to six months, maybe even like six to nine months. A public place is probably okay. But even so, I think I really like her place. And the reason is, and you might be thinking, like, wow, you're gonna Break her heart right in her living room. 
Well, the thing is this. You want to have a little bit of control over the situation. And it's kind of tough, you know, like you can have her over at your place, but then, you know, you don't want to, you can't kick her out. It's kind of awkward. It's kind of rude. You're the one breaking up with her. You know, you can just kind of sit there, but if she doesn't leave, it might get uncomfortable. But when you're breaking up with her at her place, you always have the option to walk away because it's her place. So I know it might sound kind of harsh, like really going to do it at her place, like right there. But you know what? There's breakups are going to hurt no matter what. At the end of the day, a breakup hurts. You know, it doesn't matter where you do it. Meaning, it does because I'm giving you the the reason where to do it. But I'm just saying that no matter what, it's going to hurt. Okay. So understand this. Understand this. That it's going to hurt, but you want to have control to leave. Do it at her place, and do it in person. Obviously, I'm saying her place. You don't really want to do it over the phone. Now listen, I've done it over the phone before, I will admit. Uh, it was someone I was dating, but just to be very honest with you, it could have gotten dangerous. This person was not necessarily mentally all there. There was some instabilities and I did not want anything dangerous to happen. I wasn't thinking that she was going to hurt me, but I thought for multiple safety reasons, it'd be better if we did it over the phone. That is an exception. A big exception because every other time I did a breakup, it was in person. Okay. Now you might be living together. Of course, if you're living together, you don't have a choice. You're going to have to do it at your place, but do it at your place. And then you can figure out logistics of what to do after that. But here's the thing I want you to do it at her place in person. Give her the respect of doing it in person. Again, unless you're in some outlier case where you literally think that something dangerous is going to happen, not because you think that or you're using it as a dumb excuse, but you actually have that real cause for concern there. Otherwise, in-person is the best. And it's nice to be able to just sit there and tell them in person because it's going to be very clear. Of course, it's not nice, but it's going to be nice to do it in a way that's going to be the clearest communication possible with you there on the couch, showing that you care and being able to explain to her. So what do you say? You give her a list of reasons. Please don't give her the famous, oh, it's not you, it's me, it's nothing you did. You know, here's the thing. You may not want to hurt her feelings by saying that, but there's clearly something that she did, okay? Unless you're in that neutral situation, right? If you're in the situation where she's been disrespecting you and there's all these things and you have a whole list of red flags, then you're going to tell her. Tell her the truth. Tell her all these reasons why you think the relationship isn't working out and be honest with her. Why? Because it's going to help her Get very clear so she's not going to come chasing after you anymore and wondering why. A lot of women will try to chase after you and and be like, well, they never gave me a good reason, so maybe maybe we can get back together. But you want it to be final and clear. So give her the reasons. But if you're in that neutral situation where they didn't do anything wrong, you can just say to them, I'm sorry, but I've just fallen out of love. I've fallen out of love. There's nothing that you did specifically, but I'm just not feeling the connection that I think that we once had. I don't know where it went. And I'm not sure how it got to this point, but I just feel like the feelings are not there anymore. So you can say that. That's the vaguest I'm going to allow you to go. Because sometimes even with those neutral situations, there is a reason. You know, there, I mean, she did something. Something turned you off, whatever it is. So there you are. You're going to tell her, hey, listen, you know, we need to talk. This is very important. 
for these reasons, I believe that this relationship is not working out. X, Y, Z, boom, boom, boom. Or the neutral, I've fallen out of love. I don't feel the same way that I used to, and it's not working out. It's going to be so hard for you to do this because you're breaking someone's heart and no one wants to hurt anybody, but it's going to be so much better for them in the long run to hear this because if they're wondering why, they won't get over you. If you want to really cause someone a lot of pain, don't tell them the reasons why you're breaking up with them because then they're going to always be thinking about it, always wonder, what could I have done? What could I have done? They're going to know now what they've done. So it's going to be better for them in the long run to learn from it, to be better in the next relationship, hopefully, if they decide to fix whatever it is that happened. Right? So... I want you to to really think about how can you communicate clearly and honestly to the person to let them know. And then you got to give them a definitive no, like meaning when I say no, they're going to probably want to get back together and you got to give a definitive like no, this is over and let them know like I just want to let you know this is this is my final decision and you know, I don't think this relationship um is going to work out for me anymore. So I'm sorry but it's over. You need to see, say those words. If you say anything else other than that, it's not going to be clear and direct. She's going to think that she can have you back. They still might try to come and get you back. They still might try to text you and call you and do all those things. But the chances are less when you give them a clear reason and a clear, hey, I'm sorry, but this is done. It sounds harsh, I know. But you don't have to say it in a harsh way. You don't have to be mean to them. You can say it in the nicest way possible. You can say it as sweet as possible. And you can say, I'm sorry, I understand that this hurts and I wish this didn't have to end like this, which is, I'm sure, a true statement, right? So it's like there's there's always being nice and being empathizing and being understanding. But if you're not clear and direct, it's going to tease them. And that's going to be the worst. They have to know that it's over. Okay, now here are some tips for you after you do this. If I were you, unless they did something so terrible, you know, if they cheated on you or they're just a bad person, like if this is a breakup where you're like, this person sucks and I don't want to be sweet or need to be sweet, and you just want to be like, this is over. Like, sorry, you did this, this, and this, I'm out. You know, if it's in that case, you know, block them from your social media, block them from text messages, don't allow them to reach out to you anymore. You don't need that to happen. I don't think that you need to be there for them. You don't. They did something really bad to you. If they didn't do anything bad to you, and it's just this breakup where it's just like, hey, just not working out, and God, we give it our best, it's just not happening. I wouldn't go as far as to blocking them or doing anything like that. You know, let them handle that. That's kind of on their terms for them to block you on social media and no contact you. You know, maybe she's going to contact you from time to time. If it gets to the point where it's bothering you or it's too much, you can tell her that. But you know, there's a way to soften it. I went through a breakup where I allowed her to text me every once in a while and she wasn't bothering me or saying anything negative or saying anything like, oh, can we get back together? She was just kind of like doing her own way of weaning herself off of me. And when I broke up with her, there wasn't anything bad she did. So I kind of wanted to give her that like a little bit easier, you know, make it a little bit easier on her. And then it came to the point where she naturally said, okay, I have to stop now. She kind of realized I got to stop, you know, so I think that's okay. That's kind of also a rare, a rare situation. You know, a lot of breakups end kind of badly. There's never really a good breakup. Even that wasn't a good breakup. It was just more of like a realizing this is not really working anymore in like a nice way. But mainly, you know, you can just let them do what they need to do and you can just kind of follow suit from there. Again, unless they did something so terrible, then please, 
by all means, block them. Get them out of your life. They don't deserve to be there if they did something that hurt you really badly and didn't work out. Okay? So that's the way I want you to look at this. I think that's really what I got for you today in terms of what we're talking about here, how to break up with someone. We went pretty deep. We went we went to a lot of areas here. We gave you some formulas. I gave you some general ways of how to do it and what to do from there. And yeah, I guess that's that's kind of how it's going to go. You're going to end it. They're going to wean themselves off of you and you're going to move on. And it's not going to be hard for you. I mean, it might be hard for you, but it's probably going to be a lot easier for you than them because you're the one ending the relationship. In the next episode, we talk about how to get over a breakup. So if even though you're the one who's ending it, how do you still get over it? We'll, we'll go over it in that episode. So even if this is one of those relationships where you're like, oh, I'm still in a lot of pain, even though I broke up with them, the next episode will help you with that. So we'll go over that for sure. Because I understand it's not black and white necessarily. Just because you break up with someone doesn't mean that you're not in a lot of pain too. You're going to go through a lot of bits of loneliness and things like that. Again, tackling that in the next episode. Okay. If you need help in your current relationship, if you're in one, I can help you with that. Coachbytrip.com is the URL to go to to be able to, you know, basically get coaching by me every single week and and me really holding your hand through any issues in a relationship or trying to get into a relationship and meet an amazing woman. So coachbytrip.com, check it out, apply today, and I'll help you with that. For now, take care, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. 